Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 55. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Welcome to the MCAT Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week for the MCAT Podcast. If you are new to the MCAT Podcast, I highly encourage you to go check out the other podcasts that I host over at mededmedia.com. That's M-E-D-E-D media.com. Or if you're on your device and you want to just search in the podcast app that you're listening to this podcast in, just search for MedEd, M-E-D-E-D, Media. And the Pre-Med Years podcast will pop up. Specialty Stories will pop up. The old Pre-Meds podcast will pop up. And so much more. So welcome to the MCAT podcast. Thank you for being here. Today we have a great episode. Let's go ahead and jump right in. All right, Brian, last week we talked all about fun amino acids, and hopefully that was a useful one. And one way that students can study amino acids is with flashcards. Let's dive in and talk about flashcards in this episode. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely one of the most popular study tools out there. And so we know a lot of our listeners either are going to or are already using flashcards for sure. Yeah, so when when I think of flashcards, I think of walking into Barnes & Noble and seeing these boxes of flashcards out there. In your mind, where should somebody start when, obviously, they're, they're starting their, their MCAT prep, and we've already talked about go to the AAMC and get the material there, get their, their book. Um, but when somebody's looking at flashcards, where should they start to look um, at buying them or creating them and, and so on and so forth? Sure. So there's there's a bunch of different options out there. And, and the first big consideration, Ryan, is exactly what you said, buying them versus making them. Uh, and of course, as, as any good educator, the first thing I have to say, it's I'm, I'm contractually required as a teacher to say, it's always better to make your own, right? That's if, the act of making your own flashcards really helps solidify it. Um, and sometimes just just the act of making them helps you learn the material better than just having the flashcards. Um, so let's just you know answer that question right away. Always better to make your own. Okay. Yep. And then the, so then the question is you know paper flashcards versus um, app you know on your phone digital flashcards. When it comes to paper flashcards, uh, the AMC does sell flashcards. Right for ten bucks, you can buy this little packet of flashcards direct from the AMC. Um, and uh, you know you want to be real clear on what that is because the fact that it's an official AMC prep product means a lot of people are just going to run out and buy it without checking first. Uh, and the thing is, the AMC's own flashcards are not actually. 
cards. What they are is just little three by five cards with a science discrete question printed on one side uh, and the answer printed on the other. So if what you want is a hundred discrete science questions, then you know, sure. Okay. You could buy the AMC flashcard deck for that. Um, but spending $10 for a hundred discrete science questions is actually a pretty bad deal, right? For, for 30 bucks, you could get 2000 science questions, for example, from something like the, the next step, um, Q book. So when it comes to flashcards, don't, don't be fooled. The AMC's deck is not a series of science flashcards like you'd normally think of it. Um, you could certainly go to one of the big publishing companies, like, like a Barron's, uh, who sells a deck of flashcards. You can pick those up at a Barnes & Noble or whatever. And those are fine, right? There's, there's, they're totally okay. Um, I actually don't recommend them. I think the ones that you can have on your phone are much better. Um, but if you're a real old-fashioned kind of studier, then the print flashcards you know, from like a Barron's are, are totally fine. Make the the differentiation for me when you talk about how the double AMC flashcards are just discrete questions. In your mind, what what differentiates that from a a flashcard? Well, you think I mean think about how people study with flashcards, right? That they're they're meant for learning and drilling and repeating content. So a flashcard is something like. You know, one side says, list all the hormones secreted by the anterior pituitary, and the other side of the flashcard says, FSH, LH, ACTH, TSH, uh, prolactin, endorphin growth hormone, right? Flat like, pig. So, yeah, flat peg, right? And, it, and it, it's, it's about drilling science facts, not practicing MCAT questions and passages and strategies. So that struck me as really, really weird. When the AMC said they were offering flashcards, I was totally psyched. I was like, you mean real official, here's science content that we know? Because kids are always asking, how do I know if this is on the MCAT? Can I be certain that this is on the MCAT? And man, I would have loved to be able to say, go buy this AMC 5,000 card flashcard set, and there's the answer to your question. Uh, instead of what we got was this weird little qu collection of practice problems. Mm. Uh, and frankly, if you're going to do practice problems, that's what you do an online QBank for. Okay. So, yeah, an odd choice, but so it goes. Now, now I did say that I actually prefer the, the digital flashcards. And Ryan, you and I have talked about this before, the idea of spaced repetition as a, as a learning technique. Mm -hmm. Um, and what the, the apps will do and any good flashcard app will do is actually provide you that, um, spaced repetition algorithm. Uh, and the underlying idea is if it's something that you're good at, you should repeat it very rarely. And if there's something you're bad at or that you're still trying to master, you should repeat it more frequently. Uh, and so for example, the, the company that next step partners with, uh, which is called Brainscape. Uh, Brainscape has an app that will show you, you know, your MCAT flashcards across the MCAT sciences. And as you answer each question on each flashcard, you just, you know, in, in half a second, you, you push a little button and rate the flashcard from one to five, where five is, oh, I perfectly know this card. And one is, oh my gosh, I've never heard of this before. I got it completely wrong. And as you cycle through the cards, the app is smart enough to show you any card that you rated, you know, one, two, or three more frequently, you know, and the threes and fours a little less frequently and the, and the fives even less frequently than that. So if you sit down and just keep churning on those flashcards until you've turned all of them from ones or twos or three ratings into five ratings, I know these cards perfectly, then you really know that you've mastered the content.
And so Brainscape is a good option there. And then another hugely popular one is Anki, right, which is a free app. So you can get that on your phone, on desktop, wherever. Um, Anki itself is just a kind of um, flashcard display algorithm. It doesn't actually provide you the flashcards itself, mm-hmm. um, which it, you can then either make your own flashcards, which like we said, that's the best. So, you know, something like downloading Anki and making your own flashcards would be a really good way to do that. Um, or Anki does have this built in function to, um, share decks of flashcards with each other. So you can, you know, look around online and find someone else's deck of MCAT flashcards. The only thing you got to be careful about there, of course, is that you know you're you're relying on the quality created by other users which you know may may be great or may only be okay-ish yeah so anki just to drive home that differentiation anki is just the app you you have to go out and either find the content or create it whereas brainscape you have partnered next next step has partnered with brainscape to provide all of that content so that a, a student can just download brainscape and dive right in and start start learning yeah the cards are right there so there's of course a sample you can download for free give you a few dozen cards to get you a sense of it and then you can upgrade to the premium version of the app and everything's done already the the animation is is there the content is there the images are there uh and that that's all kind of one-stop shopping if you use brainscape when should a student start to use flashcards when they're about 12 or 13 um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, maybe not for pre-med, of course, but if you if you're thinking at all in a serious way, I, I mean, I, I sort of wasn't joking, actually. I mean, you, you could be a college freshman who's thinking to themselves, well, I want to be a pre-med. And you could start with this spaced repetition flashcard app style of studying your facts as early as freshman year of college to make sure that all of that content you're learning and, you know, your bio 101 physiology component doesn't just disappear out of your head the second that you take the exam. Because then when you get around to your MCAT junior year in college, much more of it will have been, you know, stuck in your head. Yeah. Just drive it home, and it's it's part of you. Once you get to the point where it needs to be part of you, mm-hmm. yeah, I have a I have a very vivid memory. Sophomore year of college, taking a class, and the professor asked a question or brought up a point, and I you know, and I remember raising my hand and saying, "Oh, well, isn't that like blah blah blah?" And I, I brought up something from you know, the previous course, you know, like if I was in bio 103 and I brought up something from bio 102 and the professor just looked at me for a moment, like completely shocked. Like I've never had a student bring up something from last semester's class before, which was so depressing. Like, it's like, so you're telling me everyone just immediately forgets everything after the final exam. Like, yep. Yep. (laughs) That's, that's the way our school system works. Yeah, and unfortunately, that really hurts you when the MCAT rolls around. So the sooner you can start learning on a permanent basis, the better. All right, there you have it. All about flashcards, how to make them, apps to use, how to best utilize them, and everything else. Hopefully that helps you on your MCAT journey. I would love for you, if this did help you, I would love for you to share this podcast Maybe not this specific episode, maybe another episode in the past that you thought was wonderful for you. I would love for you to share it with your friends, with your mentors, with your advisors, anybody, just a stranger on the street. Go, hey, have you listened to the MCAT podcast? Just take their phone. Don't don't run away with it, though. Take it. Subscribe to the podcast on their phone and show them what they're missing out on. 
I hope you have a great week. Please join us next week here at the MCAT Podcast where we break down how to answer a question on the MCAT. That'll be session 56 here at the MCAT Podcast. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. 